Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Eleven o'clock hour, Cody and Gold. A busy day in Kansas City. A lot to getting get busier. to, and it is getting busier. Uh, I want to discuss it in more detail later, but just to pass along a little bit more news as we get back to the stadium in a second. But uh, the, uh, I guess, trial that you were hoping for, maybe to have drawn out or something when it came to Chiefs Sahalik, doesn't look like there's going to be a trial, Cody. Uh, based off numerous reports, including uh, from one down in Oklahoma, a plea deal has been made, uh, it looks like. Uh, not a plea deal, I'm sorry. He pled guilty today, so I'm assuming there is yeah, some sort of deal. Yeah, that usually is a plea deal. Uh, yeah. From uh, Chief Sahalik, Babudar, guilty plea related to 11 bank robberies in seven states, laundering proceeds through area casinos. He faces up to 50 years in prison. He must pay $532,000 in restitution, and he has to forfeit that autograph painting of Patrick Mahomes. Remember the one he was taking yeah. a photo outside Mahomes' charity event a couple years ago? So that's an update on Chief Sahalik. So he's pled guilty to charges related to those 11 bank robberies. Could face up to 50 years in prison. Remember, and again, don't worry. This show absolutely will discuss this in detail during this show. It was just a few months ago his lawyer was saying this. This is not Chief Sahalik's last drive. And he believes, and we believe, that when the final whistle blows and all of the facts are known, that he is going to be redeemed in the eyes of his community, in the eyes of his fans, and in the eyes of the Chiefs' kingdom. Okay. Not, not, not the redemption story I think his lawyer was hoping for. By the way, the second that that's your lawyer, you knew you were screwed. Look at that guy. I mean, just, he just looked sweaty and it wasn't even hot. <laughs> so I will we'll see what ultimately when sentencing happens and everything, but he, he's pled guilty and uh, faces a very stiff punishment of up to 50 years behind bars. That is Chief Saholic in relation to all those bank robberies um, and um, the painting being forfeited back over. So that was one thing he did not sell uh, after winning it in some sort of, I think it was actually the, fifth, the Mahomes Gala a couple years ago that he actually won that piece and he's taken a photo. That was way before anybody knew anything about his past or what he was doing at the time and 
things like that. All right, back to the stadium stuff, though. And we'll, we'll take your texts and calls on this. 913-586-7610. The Chiefs in the 10 o'clock hour held that press conference at an Arrowhead announcing their vision. Uh, an $800 million renovation project. The Hunt family has committed $300 million. The rest will be publicly financed if everything passes on April 2nd. That is uh, the, not only the Jackson County 3A cent sales tax extension, but money that they have already maybe sounds like agreed to with the governor's office and for the state of Missouri. Because they, they don't want to lose another and, football team. Uh, yeah, and that's the leverage that they have. And I think that's pretty clear with the dollar amount. Um, if you're asking why are the Royals committing so much more than the Chiefs, I, I think one one's building a brand new stadium. The other is renovating a current stadium. Let's just be honest. One has leverage. I know they're tied together on the ballot measure, but the Chiefs are coming off back-to-back championships. They they are the face of the league. They have way more goodwill built up in the community than the they Royals do. do. I mean, that's just a fact. We, we've kind of known that. And I don't know if we're going to get an announcement in three years that Clark Hunt's putting in another 80 or 100 million for renovations to the practice facility, which is not included in this. He was asked, uh, do you have any plans to, to do that? Because we'll get to this NFLPA report card here in about a half hour that came out today. And once again, Clark Hunt in the uh, Chiefs organization uh, graded out terribly second to last um, from from players and a lot of it had to do with facility improvements that haven't happened some at Arrowhead which are obviously on the way and some uh, at the practice facility which is not part of this renovation uh, but what do you guys make of of the renovations you you said you were underwhelmed with, with some yeah, of the what, renderings what letter that, grade that's what yeah. I want to know if, yeah, if so, I'm just saying the project in general you give them a grade of what for their plan versus costs yeah, I mean, I, it's a renovation, so knowing that going in, probably a B-minus, I would say, is where I would be at from the actual renovation. I don't think you could say it's an A, like, oh, my gosh, they're doing everything you you wanted in a renovation. No. Um, there are limitations within that, so keeping that in mind and where the cost is at, $800 million, I, I'd say a B-minus overall on some of the improvements. There's a few things I'm actually really excited for. There's some where I'm like, okay, I don't know if that's really going to impact that many people going out to, to Arrowhead. Um, and we'll see if any changes happen by 2030, which is might might be where this thing is done if it passes on April 2nd. So what was what was the grade you would give then? You sounded like a C or C D. Minus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sound like a I'm, C or I'm D. like I'm look. I feel like it's too harsh to give him a D plus. I'm not saying that I'm not considering that grade. Well, soon to be professor, As a professor. Yeah. And look, I've never given out a D. I think the worst grade I've ever given to a student is a C. So like, I was a relatively easy grader, maybe based on that. But C minus feels like the number. I think when you find out the renovation is going to cost eight hundred million, and they're not even putting in half, that kind of hurts. And then I just think so much of it is infrastructure, which is never going to be an exciting renovation project. Like when when Kaufman went through this, when the three eight cent sales tax went around, and and Kaufman did the same thing, right? Some of the money went to just improving the building and making sure it kept standing, and some of it went to changing the way the stadium was. It's not that Kaufman changes the stadium. But they added new experience. I felt like they added more to the experience of going to Kaufman that didn't exist versus what Arrowhead is doing. A big key of what Arrowhead is adding is the few new experiences will be for very few, as we've talked about. And I'm not I'm not hating on them for adding sideline suites. I'm just that's not surprising to me. But when yeah. but like the outdoor experience doesn't feel like it's enough of an experience. It's like it's just a field with a stage. Like is there is there more to it that I don't see? Is there gonna be more elements to it that can be you know, changing my experience of the game. That's why I'm, I'm probably like a C minus. I'll be honest. It's not, I guess I just asked, and, seen, but it's and that's why I gave it a B minus. I mean, it's not like it didn't have every, I would just ask still what, what was the thing you thought it was missing though? Other than, yeah. Other than like what we said, which the is roof. Like a new stadium, <laughs> which we knew things. wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Um, 
Honestly, I think it, for me, I'd have been better if just the project came in less and they did some of the things yeah. that don't matter to me. I don't need three pedestrian bridges. You should just be able to figure out the parking with the number of parking spaces you have. Like, I, you know, yeah, I think like, the pedestrian bridge is a safety thing after, unfortunately, having some incidents over the last couple of sure. years. I mean, I think that's just a safety improvement. Yeah. And I would think that part of it, what I would have liked to see is more businesses, like a chance to go to a bar that is in that same area, go to a restaurant that is in that same yeah. area. I'm not looking for new concession options in the stadium. I'm looking for more experiences like that of Titletown. You went to Titletown. Yeah, it was great. I told you, Lambo. There's Lambeau, more things to do. That's what yeah. I want. Yeah, that's fair. And that, that was something we were excited about when after going to Green Bay. It was like what they had done there was simply incredible with an old stadium. They also added new video boards there, and it's and now that the Chiefs renovation includes that. My guess is, I, I don't know what the exact cost is. If this project's $800 million, if you told me they were they were adding an entertainment you know, Chiefs Kingdom District thing where Kaufman is instead, my guess is all of a sudden that price tag goes up to Probably. one point five billion dollars or something. And that clearly is a dollar amount that the ownership wasn't willing to Especially because they said it's a an area know, not worth developing in that c- way. Commit to. You know, they three hundred million is is the dollar amount that they're willing to put forward and we can talk for days about publicly financed stuff and I think going into the renovations, I don't think ever it was in the cards that the Hunt family was ever going to say, you know what, eight hundred million dollar renovation, we're just gonna we're just gonna pay seven hundred million of it. I don't think that was ever happening. There's a reason why they've been pushing for the three eighth cent sales tax extension. Drew, you're an outsider, like just looking at it, and you haven't been to hey, Arrowhead no, yet, right? An outsider, he just he's, yeah. he's I would say well, he's an I mean, outsider. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I've been here for six months, I, and I'm, but I yes, think no, he's got. I, a, I, know what I think mean. he's got a different fresh opinion. Perspective. Yeah, yeah. yeah, a fresh perspective. What what do you think it looks like if you're just like, oh, okay, like. Uh, I, I would give it a, I, I'd say B or, or a B minus. I, I do think one of the things that I, not a, not that I was expecting it, but a little bit disappointed about is the the part about the bar or restaurant somewhere around the area where people can go. And I understand the the presence of tailgating and the the excitement for that. But I think also having a spot that people can go to and hang out and whether and people tailgate, I'm sure, and just watch the game, but having a spot in the area where people can just be around the environment yeah. and go inside, you know, and hang on and watch the game from a bar or a restaurant, I think would be exciting. Um, I, not, not to say I'm disappointed by it, but I would say that based on what they did, I would say it's a B, B minus. I think that they could have made it a little bit better, but I wouldn't say it's it's terrible because they're doing some stuff to help, like with the parking in particular. I think one of the consequences of having a lot of uh, sentimental attachment to a facility is that you're limiting yourself to a renovation. And then when you're doing a renovation, you obviously have limitations within said renovation sure. versus some of the things that you might be discussing are are definitely plausible in a brand new two and a half billion dollar stadium, but that's not what their current plan is. Their plan is to stay in Jackson County and to renovate. And a lot of that has to do with the guy that owns the team and, 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 and his, his love for, his, his love for Aaron. And I, you know, I saw someone on the text line saying, you guys don't appreciate Arrowhead enough. Look, I I've spoken on this quite a few times. Cody has as well. I think it's about I, the people, I, not the building. The, Arrowhead was the first stadium I ever went to as a sports fan. The reason why I fell in love with football was my first time I ever got to go to Arrowhead Stadium. I was, I was, fortunate, I was fortunate enough that uh, I got to go to, to games a lot as a kid. My parents had season tickets, sat up in, I think, Section 302 was a section up in the 300 level. It was my first experience. It was incredible. Arrowhead's is as good as it gets from an atmosphere. Um, but having, especially this year, I've been fortunate in the last couple of years to go to other stadiums. 
I've gone to Baltimore Stadium, M&T Bank. I've been to Lambeau. I've been to – we just were at Allegiant. We were at it, State Farm Stadium. That's not meant yeah. to brag. My point is I have seen what some of these newer facilities offer and where Arrowhead lacks. And so some of the things that you would like to see, there's only so much they can add to a 50 soon-to-be by the time this lease is up, a 75-plus-year-old stadium. I think the changes that they are making in the renovations, if we factor in what the limitations are, actually are pretty damn good. There, you, you, we can't view it as of, oh, this is what all the other new stadiums have. Why can't they just do that? Well, that's because they're a new stadium. Yeah. So I actually think the new video boards are awesome. That was a big thing for me. I, I think the idea that for those that are sitting up in the 300 level, a place that I, I, do I like first that. sat when I was going to the Chiefs games, the fact that you don't have to go down the the turnst- or the escalator or whatever to go to the other side because it's cut off, the fact that it's going to be 360, the fact that you'll go under a canopy if it's raining and it's, it's cold for a brief moment if you need to warm up, or if it's extremely hot, it's September, the first weekend of the season, and it's 93 degrees and you just need to cool off a little bit, that there's actually a canopy area in the upper level, something that didn't exist. I, I think the fact that if you're out there tailgating some people they want to tailgate and get there at 5 a.m and they want to tailgate all the way up to 11 30 there's other people that wouldn't mind not bringing all the stuff to tailgate and just go to the area where the artificial turf canopy is going to be and there's going to be a basically a pre-game concert i i, I think those are renovations if you're complaining yeah. about the wow factor all the way across the you're board well, then you it. need the two and a half billion dollar stadium that a lot of you have said you don't want yeah, I think that's a really good point, Gold. Particularly because you, the first thing you said was, you know, when you're dealing with renovations, you're 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 capped to a certain amount of things that you actually can do. And again, I haven't been to Arrowhead, so I haven't been able to appreciate it, I guess, for what it it currently is. But based on what you guys have talked about and what people in the text line have said, they've made good, they've done good things in terms of renovating the stadium and wanting to keep it Arrowhead. I I would, I, I think, I, I just would have liked to see. You're getting rid of Kaufman. What are you turning that area into to try to attract people to come to Arrowhead? I understand that, it, you know, it's, it's a fan a, zone. That's what they're I, doing. I, I get yeah. that it's, you know, a landmark and it's one of those things, but having a, a title town area. I mean, I where, guess the argument is where. Go ahead, sir. No, 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 you're good. I think that just where people can appreciate the stadium itself and the history of the Chiefs who are from Georgia or from Arizona who come to visit or just want to swing by, it, it makes it more appealing to not just come and go to a game, but come and just see the stadium itself, I think, more than what you currently are able to now. Good times. You know what? Stadium stuff always makes it interesting, at least on this end. And again, I'm not gold. I I understand your point. But part of my grading system is the fact that, like, this was the wrong plan from the start. I'll be honest with Arrowhead. And this is not like, gold, you had said things very passionately about the stadium. And I think that's the point. My stance is has been this on Arrowhead for a little while. So if you don't think I respect the building enough, you're probably right. Because I don't think it's the stadium that makes Arrowhead great. I think it is the fans. That's really what it boils down to for me. I think it is the people of Kansas City that makes that stadium great. And whether it was a different building or not, it would still be great. It's experience, the the atmosphere. I think it would still be great even if it hadn't been that. Look, it's not, this is not like, what a, how dare you? And you've, you've duped me this entire time. This is roughly what I had expected. The um, roughly what I expected the renovation plans to look like. I don't think this is way off board of what it is. Just felt like the really the fan areas wish where I wish I had gotten more. That's it. And they're telling you, hey, look, the money suggests that that's not something. Yeah, that's worth I just think they, you know, to their own fault, they li- there's limitations with yeah. le- renovating and only on a 25 year lease. 
I mean, if we're talking on the business side of it, if, if you're attached so much that you only believe in a renovation and the lease is only 25 years and whoever's in charge at that point in time, another family member or whatever in 25 years or something like that, um, at that point, are they renovating a 75-year-old building? Probably not. So then is it a new stadium on the same site, but where Kaufman is now, well, then they and can't where over-improve the, that area, right? You know, is that is that part of the the logic? I don't know. Is it you know twenty five years from now is a long time? At that point in time, my guess is it'll be a new stadium either there or somewhere else in the area. Like the the thought of the the renovation. I guess I went into it knowing that there are limitations with the renovation. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, we'll talk more about this throughout the show. Obviously, the, the story of the day, but it's been a busy day. Uh, let's stick with the Chiefs for a second here because Jeremy Fowler. Uh, ESPN reported before we got on the air today that the Chiefs will release Marquez Valdez-Scantling to save $12 million. That also, though, should not be surprising. We've, everybody's been talking about that all season long. They're going to save $12 money. million. There'll be $2 million of dead cap, so his, he will still have a, a financial commitment attached to the team salary cap next year. Um, but how do we how we view him, I, I think, with what he's done in the postseason, way different than a player that you bring up in 15 years that was just like, oh, that guy sucked. And yeah, I, that's not how I think people should view him. He came up with some big-time moments in the postseason. It's the right decision to cut him. Absolutely. Nobody should dispute that. Um, but give the man credit. His final moment in the Chiefs uniform was placing that flag at midfield out in Las Vegas after catching a, a touchdown in the Super Bowl and having some big-time catches in the two postseasons he contributed to rings for. So that's how I'll remember it. Yeah, it was frustrating. He didn't do what they thought he was going to be able to do in the regular season. But he shouldn't be a player that we talk about in 20 years like, oh, he sucked. That would not be fair, I, I don't think, considering what he accomplished in the postseason. It wouldn't be telling the whole story. He was not a good regular season wide receiver. I, I don't, you know, I mean, he had like a 1,000 yards between two years. That's a DeMarcus Robinson level of production. And he made a whole lot more money than that. So, yeah, that wouldn't be telling the whole story. But why would I choose to remember MVS as this, like, failed free agent signing when he literally showed up here, was here for two seasons, won two Super Bowls, and performed at his best at the most important moments? What's funny is I thought initially when you were taking that stance, and then you, and then I agree with you, right, that we should just remember MVS as the guy who showed up when they needed him to show up for a team that won two Super Bowls during the time he was on the team, I kind of thought we'd be in the minority. Not based on social media. MVS the hero. <laughs> Thanks for being here, MVS. Why? It's happy good times, dude. They just won the Super Bowl. This isn't, this is like an even more extreme level than the two that I've told you. Technically, you can't just bury as didn't work under any circumstances. The McColl trade, the Kadarius Tony trade, and the Orlando Brown Jr. trade. The Orlando Brown Jr. trade, you paid a lot of money, gave him a first round pick. The guy was barely here. But in the time he was here, they won a Super Bowl, so it feels like it's worth it. MVS, all you did was overpay him for regular season performance, but got your value in the postseason for that money, and they won two Super Bowls. As far as I'm concerned, 10 out of 10 on the deal. <laughs> I, you know, like, I can't be bothered to be mad that he dropped that ball against Philly now. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if 10 out of 10 or whatever. All I know is I think a, a fair grouping to put him into, you brought up before the show, Sammy Watkins. I think you could add... Uh, any but you know Damian William these guys that you know in regular season not names you're going to really talk about in Chiefs no. history but because of what they did in the postseason we will talk about Damian Williams forever 
Maybe should have been the MVP of the Super Bowl win. Sammy Watkins, disappointment in the regular season, massive run helping them to get to their first Super Bowl. MVS uh, was with this so era. great in that, that and, Bengals and, game and, last and year. MVS, they desperately needed a wide it was, receiver. It was MVS and Marcus Kemp and Sky Moore basically out on the field in the AFC title game a year ago. This year, a couple catches to seal the victory, and he caught a touchdown in the Super Bowl when the offense had nothing going for a little while. Yeah, he was wide open, but it doesn't matter. Like, I, I think that's why we'll view him differently than we would have if the regular season was it and they would have lost the opening round game to the Dolphins. Much different feel around how we're talking about MVS today getting caught. People would be saying, oh, good riddance, yada. Whereas today it's like, yeah, I get it. Fairly right, well. Right, right mood, Congrats, but wish, wish him the best of luck in the future. Help this organization uh, win, win a couple championships. It's just a, it's an amical breakup situation. You don't just be happy that you got what you got out of MVS existed. Look, there was a time in which this would have ended very different. You and I talked about this when it comes to, like, uh, Bill Belichick's legacy versus uh, Andy Reid's. Had this team come up short in the postseason, we would be, when he got cut, people would be throwing the little mini parade over him leaving. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, good riddance for all those passes you dropped and cost us this. And that's so people, like, let's say Tony gets cut in a week. People would be like, good riddance, because he never helped the team do something important. MVS had his moments of struggle for this team in the regular season in each of the last two years. I would argue last year, you paid him for exactly what he had been in his NFL career, so you shouldn't have been all that bothered by it. This year, he was obviously much worse than that and had some key moments in which he couldn't come through for this team in what seemed like moments they really needed it. They won the Super Bowl. They didn't need it all that bad until the postseason when he played his best. Like, that's really what it comes down to for him is I I can forgive. I It's not like I forget that he had some of those games where you're like, yeah, yes. And I can still pop off jokes about him not having a vertical or not knowing how to jump. Okay, haha. But I'm still happy that it worked out. I don't I'm Yeah, he'll, I mean, look, somebody's going to stop. Somebody's going to sign him next year. I mean, that's not even a question. I'll be curious to see what that what that deal looks like, but he was going to make too much money for the production that you were getting. It's the right move for the Chiefs. Again, Jeremy Fowler reporting as expected, the Chiefs will cut uh I almost said Sammy Watkins. Uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. We he got about cut Sam- a while ago. Um, yeah, what's Sammy Watkins up to these days? Um, was he on a roster last year? He was on Baltimore at one point recently. I don't know if that was this year. That was, that was like a couple years ago. Anyway, uh, I'll let you look that one up if you want. But Kind of. $2 million in dead cap is what will still be on the books for MVS, and then uh, they save $12 million. So think about the wide receiver room entering free agency. So we MVS is out of the picture. We think Tony gets cut. We're not sure. Everybody's thinking he's going to get cut, but maybe not. So Rasheed Rice, Kadarius Tony right now, Sky Moore, Justin Watson. Really, those are the four. Someone will text in and say, don't forget about Cornell Powell and Justin Ross, whatever. Um, so those are the four that they have. Um, and we'll see what happens with free agency and potentially the draft. Last time Sammy Watkins in the league was 2022. Okay. He played for two teams, the Packers and the Ravens. So you do vaguely remember which teams he played for. Mm-hmm. No, not that anybody was curious what Sammy Watkins was up to. I, The wide receiver situation is going to look a lot different next year. And I'll be honest, it's going to be hard for it to be worse. It just is. It's going to be hard for them to be less talented than they were at wide receiver this year. Every other wide receiver outside of Rasheed Rice had like 350 or less yards. It was not a good unit. Justin Watson will still be him. They'll draft a guy. They'll sign a free agent. And that $11 million, based on you would just think the free agency pool and the availability in the draft, will go a lot further than if you had just given MVS $11 million. Hell, 
You can bring them back. I wouldn't, but you could bring them back for less than 11 million. <laughs> yeah. All right, coming up next, Chiefs Red Half Hour. We'll get into the NFL PA, the players' report card on the Chiefs and on ownership. I uh, wasn't good, to say the least, for a second straight year. What does that mean? What has Clark Hunt already said about that next here on Cody and Gold? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Chiefs Kingdom, this is Mitch Holtis, and welcome in to the Chiefs Red Half Hour on Cody and Gold, every day at 1130 on your official broadcast partner, the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. All right, back here on Cody and Gold. Coming up in 30 minutes, we'll get right back into the stadium conversation, although admittedly this conversation around some of the player grades that came out today actually probably lean into facilities as well, no doubt. But if you're wanting a little update on what the Chiefs announced in their 10 o'clock press conference today, we'll get back to that. At noon, an $800 million renovation to Arrowhead is their plan. They put forward with ownership committing 300 of that. Uh, What does the renovations include? Your thoughts on that coming up in the noon hour. But uh, now the last two years, the NFLPA has asked players to fill out a survey about the team from a facility, from a treatment, from a food, from a locker room perspective, to name some of them. And once again, the the Chiefs did not grade out very well, to say the least. I'll just run through a couple of these and we can... They were second to last. Yeah, yeah, they were second to last overall. Um, The headline is their owner got an F minus. Got the worst grade in the NFL. Now, there was some other... The head coach, Andy Reid, got an A plus. Shocker. No no surprise. Uh, Some of the other areas, treatment of families, D plus, food, C minus, nutrition, an F, locker room, an F, the training room, a D weight room, a C plus team travel, a D. So last year, I remember talking about this and the, the one thing about the locker room, the big thing was, well, the players didn't like that. They had uh, like benches instead of re- like reclining seats uh-huh. or something, right? That was a, like most people do that. That was, yes. that was a big deal. And we're like, okay, that seems like an easy fix. Right. And they did fix the chair situation. It sounds like, but not the rest of it, but not the rest of it, which uh, is why the grading was low. I, I'm always interested in these because any workplace you're in, right? Sometimes you get a survey. We get surveys here once a year. Yep. And we and, sure do. And, and and you fill them out accordingly. And you fill them out. You give your opinion. Um, and sometimes you see some change happen. Sometimes you don't. And I think 
when it comes to this particular survey, and I said it last year, there are some complaints that are valid and some that are that I think are okay. Going to be hard to convince the average fan to be like, oh, poor, poor NFL player on this. Some things are are absolutely ridiculous. Like I saw, you know, even with the Chargers, they're caviar problems. I understand. Yeah, but it's a terrible look when your owners get an F minus. Now there was one question that led to that. It's not as if they said. Basically, do you like Clark Hunt? Is he a jerk? That was not that was not the no. survey. Okay, the survey was basically does he invest, does in, he invest in some of the things you want him to invest in? And, and the answer obviously was not good for him, and that's why he got an F minus on that. It's basically you know amenities and facilities um, and food is essentially what contributes to that grade, and whether or not you believe the owner is investing in those areas, not whether or not you like Clark Hunt or think think he's a bad person or something. No, but it is problematic that J.C. Treader, who's the head of the Players Association, he answered questions in this today about why it was that Clark Hunt ranked dead last amongst all owners. And the simple message is, man's not keeping his promises. Like, that's what it is. He's not keeping his promises to the players. He had promised last year to renovate their locker rooms, and then said, you guys went too deep in the playoffs. No time. Couldn't get to the problems you wanted. Gave him some new chairs or whatever, but didn't actually fix the thing he had promised to them that he would fix. I, look, this is not stopping them from being successful. So I know immediately fans are going to be like, who cares? Everything's fine. Yes. But J.J. Watt, who is a well-respected former NFL player, said there are only two things he ever saw. Players actually take seriously. Not the top 100 vote that you're going to see on NFL Network. Two things that he actually saw the players take seriously and how they voted. One was team captains, in which they took that very serious, in which they were making those decisions. And the other one was this Players Association survey, because it is about your workplace. And based on that, the Chiefs rated is a D-plus of the treatment of families, C-minus in food, F in nutrition, F in locker room, F in training staff, D in training room. C-plus in weight room, C-plus in strength coaches, D in travel, and F-minus in owner. They wouldn't even have graduated alternative high school with that grade card. It's not nothing, especially when we're talking about the attractiveness of them, to me specifically, free agents. At some point, even Patrick Mahomes and all the winning will get you some free agents, but would you like some more? Treat your players, treat your players well. They're telling you they're treating them like garbage. Yeah. That's not nothing. I I think context for just like what, you know, when you say like, man, they're treating families D plus, like it sounds, it sounds horrific. Like, what are they doing to these? What are they doing to their families? Let me, let me give you context, please uh, on it. It's like they do, do they provide a family room at the stadium? They provide daycare across the street on game day. A number of players want daycare to be offered on site, which would make it more convenient for their families. That's why the Chiefs got a D plus. So, you know, like when sure. I mentioned, you know, cafeteria. Versus C- the Chargers who charge for daycare. Yeah, like cafeteria, crazy. they got a C minus. They were 25th in food taste, 27th in food freshness. Okay. That seems like an easy fix. Like, okay, what the food not have enough salt on it? What, what do you want? But here's like, the problem. This is the second consecutive year. The Uncrustables were like, still garbage. frozen? Like, what was the problem? Are they going to not make any adjustments based on these reports? That's one thing that stands yeah. out to me. They were 29th last year and 31st this year. They got worse. Are they planning on improving any of these problems? Yeah. I, this is just one of those, man, where I think you are going to have a tough time for most fans. Like the free, I'll, I'll, I'll totally disagree with you on the free agency point. I, I just will. I'm not saying that players, everybody wants to be in a workplace. I don't care what you do, that uh, you feel comfortable. You feel like you're given the, the, the tools, you're respected. That goes without saying, and that absolutely, if, if that is some of the aspect to this, has to be fixed and is unacceptable. Um, some of the other things I, 
I, I disagree with the impact. You're saying like, oh, free agents aren't going to come here. I, I do think uh, maybe J.J. Watt uh, didn't have, I don't know if that was the full quote you were giving me from him. My guess is also one of the biggest things is, do they have a chance to win a championship? Are they around a winning too. culture? Do they have the best head coach in football? My guess is that's pretty damn high on the list. Oh, I'm um, not saying I, I'm it's not also saying the high list. I'm saying both things might matter to yeah. a different player. I still think the facility stuff comes down to what the building is. And that's why the renovations are probably needed on top of it. I want to be clear. People when we talked renovations earlier today and we mentioned the renderings and all the things they're doing for fans, I'm guessing in that there are upgrades into the locker room as well from that. I don't think the renderings, they're not going to brag to the taxpayer that, Oh, you're going to pay for nice new locker rooms to uh, for our players. I'm I'm guessing that's not part of the pitch for them to uh, Jackson County taxpayers. So I I don't think they're going to do everything around the stadium and then just leave the locker rooms the way they've been after spending 800 million on a renovation. I do think it's kind of a lame excuse to say you went too far. It's just a locker room. You had March, April, May, June. Oh, that part's crazy. I'm just saying renovate a room. My guess is though, they don't probably want to do the renovation until this project is actually happening. Now the, Practice facility is unacceptable. That thing is compared to everybody else's crap. The the practice facility mm-hmm. the Chiefs have. And Clark Hunt was asked about that and acknowledged that that might be part of a separate plan that they need to to do. I, I guess the the locker room grading was 74% said they feel like the locker room is big enough. So there's a chunk that didn't. That was only good for 24th. 63% of the players feel like they have enough. So that was 30th. Not enough players feel like they have enough room. So they have a small locker room. Well, they can't fix that, th- by I mean, the way, that, based on the stadium. There's th- just th- enough room. They have a small locker room. I mean, I just it, – it's gonna that right there is going to be one of those, man, where I, I wonder if you are a young player coming into the league, if you're Rasheed Rice or anybody else, and he was at SMU, so maybe not the best example. Let me, let me pick a player that played at Oklahoma or Alabama or something. Sure. Their facilities are better oh, yeah. in college. They just are. The locker rooms, uh, the weight – all it is, and it sounds crazy because you're like these are NFL teams, but it just is. So if you're used to the Power Five weight facility, weight room, and the Power Five locker room, yeah, the NFL locker room might actually be a downgrade in a renovated or an old stadium. Not if you're at, uh, you know, brand new Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas, it might not be a downgrade. But that is going back to you and I's discussion earlier about the stadium stuff. There are limitations when you have a 50, 60 year old stadium within it. So I think the. The owner, the one, owner is the one is the worst. Is the worst one. the The training staff one, I still understand. We talked about that last year. For the most part, the players seem to like him. Like the it training the team's staff. head trainers given the lowest over second lowest overall grade in the league. Is he asking these only, guys to play hurt or something? Only forty three percent of players feel like they receive enough one on one treatment. That was dead last uh, in the league. Yeah. Okay. Well, that might just be that they don't have enough people on the training staff. But again, that all comes and I, again, I. I'm not trying to tell you, Gold, that this is the only thing that's going to keep players from being here. But lots of reasons factor in your decision-making before when you're choosing a new team. Look, the first and foremost, by the way, before even winning a championship, Gold, the first thing a player thinks about in choosing their new free agency home is money. Yeah. Straight up cash. Are you going to pay me the most is number one with a bullet on the list of where you choose your free agency list. But if you're starting to split hairs, and at some point, some free agents do, how a team and facility treat you might start factoring in. Honestly, it's just kind of more embarrassing, maybe than even what you're saying or what I'm saying and like factoring in the free agency. It's just kind of embarrassing for the second consecutive year to rank dead last amongst how you take care of teams while you are actively yeah, I think that's, a championship-level organization on the field. I think that's fair. I mean, that the public perception of it is, is not good whatsoever. Um, public perception, I think, matters more when your team is 7-10 and 10 and crappy. 
um, public perception coming off a backpack championship. I'll be honest. I don't know if it matters as much. Make I just don't like this if they were the Panthers. Like, right? Like, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that there are that they're a perfect organization. They do nothing wrong. That's not my point. It's just that I don't know if the NFL PA player survey matters as much to a team that just won back to back championships. Oddly enough, what is weird, I think it was Jeff Schwartz who just kind of did the quick uh, termination on this. Seven of the last 10 Super Bowl winning owners graded a D or worse. How about that? Was <laughs> like, like, how about that? Isn't that weird? Well, seven but, of the I mean, last fairness, ten. Three of the last ten Super Bowl uh-huh. winners are the Chiefs. Uh huh. So okay, still and though. Then, no, yeah, I was just I saying mean, like we're eliminate we're we're downsizing it a little bit. Well, Nick Corte had pointed out the fact that this is. I mean, this maybe this is a small correlation, but on the ranking system, you are more likely to have received a better grade if you are a person who has bought your team in the last fifteen years, and up if you bought it in the last five. Then you're a person who inherited the team. Seven of the 10 worst rated out of all of these are from ownership groups who inherited their football team versus bought it. Yeah. Like, I don't know what that means. I don't know if it means that like they just, they don't spend the resources into the stadium the same way someone who just bought it. It's like, Ooh, it's my big shiny toy and I'm going to put all my money into it. I, but like the, it's weird. It's just weird. It's kind of embarrassing to rank this poorly in this. That's if all. If you were curious on the owner portion of this, not the entire team grade, but the owner who graded well, NFL owner grade A plus were the Stephen Ross, the Dolphins owner, um, Vikings owner, A plus, Eagles, Broncos, Jags, Ravens, Packers, and A Bills, Niners, Falcons, and A minus. This goes back to the. There's a balance of. Players should feel treated, but I can tell you how fan bases feel. I can promise you Buffalo Bills fans aren't saying, you know what, man, I'm I'm glad our owners. Like, Make it harder. Tough enough. I'm glad our owners and A, you know, the Chiefs, they're winning those Super Bowls, but their owner graded out as an F minus. Normally you know? this is when we'd like joke about hanging the banner. Like, hang the banner, Bills. Yeah. Nicest place to work. But come on, you can't rank last. It's, it's improved it, it, last yeah, you, you place. Can't, okay, you, be middle of the pack. Damn. I'm with you there. You can't be last. I wonder if there's some like psychological not not again that you should be last, but just the, you know the oh the facility's so nice you're just so comfortable it's so cush and you're just, <laughs> just like everything's just handed to you and all that versus maybe we don't have the best facility like there's we a balance gruel and it makes them tougher <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's a balance I gotta be honest man I think you could eat steak and lobster and still win a Super Bowl <laughs> I don't think if you fed the Chiefs players better they wouldn't have gone out and been hungry but, enough to win but the that's title what I would love year, to know, you know they're saying like they didn't like the food taste like I've never ate in the Chiefs locker room obviously uh, or a cafeteria obviously nope, I um but I would like is this a, like are these like are we would you walk in and say man this food tastes like bleep or is it like I don't know. What do you guys complain about? I'm okay. sorry, it's not Capitol I, Grill. Yeah, the, I, I don't know. I don't. I have no. I don't know I the answer. It to might that. be like the amount of meals per day that they get. So the Bengals rank dead last in nutrition, food of facilities, treatment of facilities. Uh, it's, it's been consistent, but I think one of the problems is isn't necessarily the food. It's that they don't even get three meals a day provided oh, to them. Yeah. It's the lack of food provided that's the problem. And I don't know if they get provided with nutritionists I, either. That there's some along that line as well. Call me a bad person. I, I don't care, but maybe in, in I, I don't You're know. saying pay I, for your third meal. I'm just, I, all I'm saying <laughs> is like, if I was in DC or if I was in Carolina, I think I would actually be upset about this survey. I really don't give a damn deep down. Like I'm so like most people listening are chiefs fans. I don't think the players are poorly treated. I really don't. And so the survey, when they're winning games like this, I just really don't give a damn. Yeah. I don't, it's going to like, I don't think like, Oh my gosh. What a, this organization treats everybody like bleep. I, I don't think fans give a damn about that. I don't. They're winning games. I don't think anybody cares deep down. Haven't we long determined that?
Fans care about winning, and that's about it. Okay, I mean, so they care more about that than anything else. So like, again, I'll use the Bills example. Oh, yeah. Their owner ranked an A. Who cares? Who cares? What has that got them? Nothing. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, regarding the food again, real quick. So uh, just looking at some of the other grades posted, particularly as it pertains to diet. Food? The Bengals rank 30th one. overall in food taste. They rank 31st overall in food freshness. Uh, they only provide three meals a day on Wednesdays. They're one of only two teams that do not provide three meals a day throughout the week. So I think it, it actually is more than just meals provided. It's taste, freshness. Um, they are the only team, I think, in the league that does not provide um, a full-time dietitian uh, so it's about on number a full-time of basis. So the food itself is great. Well, no, no, it's not. Well, no, they're, they're 30th in food taste. So it's, food, food so it's the food's not good. <laughs> also, there's no full-time dietitian. Uh, so I think there's a lot that actually goes into the food grade, if you will. The food one is the one I care the least about. I'll be honest. Yes, that I is agree. Like, that is just the lowest of my priority concerns. But I just I think the simple thing it boils down to is how can you be championship level at so many things you do? And for the second consecutive year, just get buried in this report. Like, just, you know, work on it as a long bit. as they're that's winning. Maybe that's the I don't even know if that's a, that's an excuse. Well, again, if, the, if the Chiefs had the number one overall pick in the draft this year and they had the graded out as the worst owner, I would be way more upset. Yeah. You know, who's yeah. really going to have a complaint about food here soon. Our guy, Chiefs. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's make the transition. You know, talk about a real complaint about the food they're getting. Chiefs. soon enough will be the player who will be or the person. Sorry, who will be experiencing that if you missed it because there's been a lot going on stadium-wise, I guess player-grade-wise, and everything else in between today. Our guy, Xavier Babadar, Chief Saholic, as you better know him, has pled guilty in court today mm-hmm. after facing, like, I don't know, 30 counts. It wasn't that many, but it was a lot. 11 bank robberies in seven states and is facing up to 50 years in prison and will be required to pay $532,000 in restitution and forfeit his autograph painting of Patrick Mahomes. The times are hard. Do you think that's I thought, the? I thought our guy was. I thought Chiefs was going to fight this till the end. He's just going to. He's going to roll over after after all this. He's just going to go to jail. Well, maybe he knew he was facing up to fifty years in prison, and maybe through this deal, he maybe only serves like twenty. Maybe that was. Maybe that was part of the uh, part of the issue, and why he chose to, to plead guilty. You think that he just? I love that painting's over. the last thing they threw in there. They're like, that's. Well, what did he pay for? Didn't he pay like a hundred thousand dollars for that thing? No, that charity auction was it that much? I don't know if it was that much. I I, I think overall, um, that was at the fifteen of Mahomes Gala back in what twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two, something like that. Yeah, and I'm guessing it probably went for like fifty grand at least. I don't know, but I don't know if it was as much it to as who. By the way, the charity. My guess is he goes back to the charity, right? And then what? I mean, then think about how weird it is to. To, to it's worth even it. more. Worth even more. Is it? That point. Oh, you think it's got more yeah. intrinsic yeah. value? What do they? Uh, the, uh, pro, Provenance, sir. What, provenance. 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 Yeah. Provenance. Yeah. That has a little more. There's provenance, the back. If you want to make it sound. Provenance uh, has a little more backstory history around the painting. Yeah. Do you want it more now? Like, if you had the money, I gold, would. I would. You want it more now, knowing that not only was it a cool item before, it was part. Of, it was part of someone that was one of the more famous, unfortunate bank robbery, alleged bank robberies. Although he's pled guilty now, I guess it's not alleged anymore, right? So, yeah. Okay, I was just, uh, I was just curious how you felt about the, felt about the painting. I'm surprised. I'm surprised he didn't go to court. That lawyer is making it sound like he was going to fight this to the end, dude. He's and he was going to be cut- proven innocent, cutting his losses basically, like. Would you rather risk spending 50 years behind bars or be like, 
20 and know that you don't have any chance of getting 50. When it sure seems like the evidence against this individual, Chief Saholic, was pretty uh, substantial. As in, he might actually get worst case scenario punishment. So you plead. No, so that's why I think he pled guilty. So he was facing up to 50 years with the. By pleading guilty, maybe he has a chance to get less. I don't know. Someone a lot smarter than me can figure out the legal system. Are we still wanting to try to get the jailhouse interview from him once he's sentenced? Absolutely. Because once he's sentenced. Well, that's when the Netflix no, stopped. You might as well just tell the rest of the story. Co- Cody will resubscribe to Netflix when that happens. I'm, I'm definitely quitting. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, the, this whole week has been about how corporations are trying to screw me. Three things this week. One, Wendy's is trying to upcharge me based on going to lunch Surge at lunchtime. Pricing. Netflix is trying to raise their price again, even though they raised it to me in November. And you see this guy at Kellogg's? He's trying to tell me to eat cereal Sorry. for dinner so I can save money. This man doesn't even want me to eat a real dinner. He wants me eating, you know, it was corn the, the CEO of Ke- Kellogg's, yeah, the CEO of Kellogg's or whatever suggested cereal for dinner. Well, of course, because he owns, mm-hmm. you know, smart. It's a whole ad campaign. They're like, oh yeah, can't afford Uber pricing at Wendy's. Who cares? Eat, Eat some corn pops. Eat some fruit. Fill- By the way, cereal is the least filling food on the planet. I'm just gonna say it. There's no way that would work as a dinner. It. Anytime you eat cereal for breakfast, and I do occasionally because my kids have cereal and all that stuff. I'm hungry like. 13 seconds later, I'd be better off not eating. I'm more hungry having eaten after cereal than, than the other way around. That's no good for dinner. Now people just continue to tell me about the um, less than legal ways that yeah, I can We're aware cable. there are IPTV oh, things out there and illegal ways to watch television. You don't think that... Sorry, I didn't mean to go on a rant about that, but everything... We're trying to get we're, screwed we're just ranting about everything today. It, there's a lot. There's a lot of you know controversial things happening in the in the last uh, two and a half hours or so. We'll get back into the stadium stuff here in about uh, ten minutes or so with the renovation plans. And I, I think we'll uh, trying to look at how much that that thing cost. That painting. the painting? Did you find it? I saw there was a photo at one point of him holding the photo the outside the Mahomes Gala talking about Chiefs Olic. Yeah, I see the photo, and he looks. It looks very thrilled to have owned the painting, but no, I didn't see. Uh, I didn't see what it cost. I just don't know what you do. Dude, he's wearing like a tuxedo jacket and everything. It was, a fa- it was a gala. It was a fancy event. Yeah, you know what? The second gala is in the title. You know it's fancy. You ever been to a gala? I've been to one. I think one. One gala. It was mm. nice. Do you own a tux or do you rent? No, to I don't own a tux. I, I wear a suit. You just go suit. Okay. It was uh, last it, time I wore. It was t- black tie optional. The last gala time I, I wore a tux was uh, was at a obviously at a wedding. I had to rent one. So. Man, are people still doing tuxes at weddings? Some people. just depends on the couple. I'm a big fan of the shift to the suit for the wedding. Yeah. Even if I got to buy it, because then at least I've got, like, something I own for $200 versus, you know, the stuff I just got to return is going to cost your, just as much. Sometimes it's not your call, though, right? If you're a groomsman in a wedding or whatever, sometimes it's not your call. They decide the groomsmen no, are going tux or whatever. I'm just saying, if you're getting married, just do suits. Everybody's a little bit different, man. I'm not sure. My uh, my twin sister's getting married in November. I'm not sure what they're... What the, I might be wearing a tux for that. I don't know. It's not my decision. How much better do you think the prison food is than the Chiefs facility is really the question based on their ranking, you know? I would guess significantly better. Could you imagine if they, just real quick, uh, tying these two things together? Now, based on the survey, Cody, I think the Chiefs locker room is smaller than the jail cell of yeah. uh, Chiefs Holic. <laughs> yeah. That's what the survey is telling us. What, yeah. How do you, would you be interested in a local holding facility or prison ranking of them doing like an NFL PA thing. How they feel about the food. In the Aren't facility. there grades for prisons? Isn't that like a thing that the state know. does? Is it? 
Um, those are also, they, those do, are also they, do they pull the prisoners? I was going to say, those are also, who is those are also prisoners. It's a, little bit, it's a little bit different. Those are also people who have committed crimes, serving time, mm-hmm. and completely funded. You went about publicly funded and taxpayers supporting. It's a whole other conversation. We don't need to go down that road. No, I don't think we need people to People upset about that. stadiums. We don't need to go into publicly funding that. Someone says <laughs> Leavenworth rated A++ on prisons today. <laughs> Uh, yep. What a day. A lot of news today. We haven't even talked about Legereus need. Can we get into that soon? Yeah, so we'll get to what's trending, and we'll get back into the stadium renovation, the $800 million renovation project at Arrowhead, and what the Chiefs are likely to do with Legereus need next. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.